You're listening to audio provided by Valleydale Church. To find more resources or to donate to this ministry, please check out valleydale.org. I, um, I can really relate to you with the Lego thing, though, because, like, I try to help them with the Legos, and, of course, the parts are They are fun. And they're super fun. I'm like, yeah, just stay there. I'm going yeah, <laughs> to finish this. Just real. watch this. I'll put it together, and then you can... <laughs> Actually, after it's put together, don't mess it up. I'm going to play with it for a little. Mm. But you can watch. You can sit here and watch and, uh, me do all this. Legos are. To. I don't know why they had to wait until. I don't guess they had them when I was a kid. If they did, I never got one. So. Did you ever have the erector set? That was the one. Yeah, the... I think I did. I had an erector set. I love that. That was, you know, that was a great fun for a for I, a boy. I took a lot of more technical skill too because you had to like tighten. Nuts or bolts or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it taught you a lot. It was an educational toy that ta- really taught you, you know. My, Deb's family, they're all engineers. They oh, think yeah. that way. Yeah. It, even Debbie thinks with an engineer in mind, you yeah, know. It's the Presbyterian in her. I, I guess that's what it is. But, and I see some of it in, my, in, in some of the grand boys. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the grand, the, the daughters, the girls are not really old enough yet to begin to figure out but you know maybe they might be an engineer too but they have that but that was a great toy that taught kids how to be how to build things and opened up the world of engineering what did you think that i'm sure you had thoughts of what you were going to be before the lord called you to be a pastor what do you think yeah you were going to do? i was going into law I, in fact i was in pre-law i've got really? a pre-law degree yeah i'm sure you've said that before yeah, oh, that's right. I wanted to be. I wanted to be Matlock. I wanted. I did not want to sit in the. I wanted to be in the courtroom. I loved the Matlock show. Oh, I've probably gosh. seen. More, you're going to hate this, but I've probably seen more Matlock than Andy Griffith's show. I watched a whole lot of Matlock when I was yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah, I loved it. Reruns, I, was, I just wanted. To, you know, the little town I grew up in. The only people that had anything were the doctors and the lawyers. <laughs> so, right. I wanted to be a lawyer. Well, you know what they say. There's some there's some people who are so poor, all they've got is money. Yep. Well, that's true. That is that is very true. I heard that one this past week. Whew. I figured you'd like that Good one. Good night. You just sit there, Pastor. He's just waxing eloquent here. <laughs> I'm on fire. Are we actually live right we're now? Live. This is oh, we oh, are. So, okay. We're just we're just jawing. People think that we like put this on for the podcast. It's just what we. This is the stuff that we talk about. All By the, time. the way, there were people watching y'all in Greece. Oh, on yeah. Mondays, on Mondays. <laughs> so I think it was Mike. Was Mike Mace that? Yeah, it was yeah, Mike. Mike. He was talking about that moment we had with the Harry Carey. Yes. I, <laughs> oh, he was laughing about that. Yeah, Harry Carey. Oh boy, God rest his You know, his, soul, his father was a pretty famous actor, and starred in a number of John Wayne movies. Um, in fact, if you go back Mark to Hammer's The Searchers, name. which they claim to be. Perhaps the greatest Western of all time, The Searchers. You know, Natalie, what was her name? Natalie Wood? Yeah, she was in it. She had been captured, you know, by the Indy. Anyway, uh, Harry Carey was in that. So his dad's name was Harry Carey. Yes. Oh, okay. So he was junior. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I guess I'll have to go back. I haven't seen a lot of the good, the the Westerns. I kind of miss that generation. But my hot take on the whole. Like the the Marvel comic movies and all of this, it's, it's just this generation's westerns, you know. You may be right. Yeah, I feel like because people are going to look back on this era and they're going to be like, "Why is everything a superhero movie? Yeah. Everything's a su-. and I look back then like, "Well, why was everything just westerns for like twenty years? Those were like the only 
movies that came out. There's a lot of good ones, though. You there, just got to know there which are ones some to good watch. Ones. Yeah. My mother, every time I come over, well, not every time, but often my mother in law would be like, Outlaw Josie Wales is on. We got to watch that one again. <laughs> Plenty. <laughs> Plenty. <laughs> Uh, Outlaw Josie Wales, she'll like quote that one. Makes me laugh. What else is uh, what else is going? Hey, did you want to say anything about? Because we heard from Barry last week a little bit about the Greece trip. Do you want to give any like yeah. behind the scenes notes? You, of course, you're yeah. doing your Mondays with Mac. It's all yeah. Greece it's stuff. It, we stopped at all. You know, in all the places, I, I would do about a five to eight minute yeah. kind of devotional on the place. You get to see the place. I talk a little bit about the history of it and tie it to you know. Scripture, like today, I think today was at the port of, uh, right there on the uh, Gulf of Thessaloniki, at the great statue of uh, Alexander the Great. The ta- Thessaloniki was named after his half. It's his half sister, and uh, his brother-in-law, uh, Cassander, founded the place. But just before all of that. Alexander left out of there going east to huh. conquer the world. He'd never, he wouldn't come back home. He would die in Babylon, you know, at 33 and years of age. He died so young. Yeah. It's really interesting that he did so much for And nobody Earth. really knows, you know, what is the secret of that. Nobody even knows where he's buried. That's fascinating. <clears throat> they, they claim that he's buried in Alexandria, which he named for himself, in northern Egypt. Or, I say that, that it's in lower Egypt. You know, northern Egypt is lower Egypt, and upper Egypt is southern Egypt. <laughs> there's lower, and then there's southern. And we, hey, by the way, have you seen Death on the Nile? No, no should we see it? Is it good? By Agatha Christie. You have to watch yeah. Agatha Christie. Yeah. Or better yet, you know how I got through high school? I did two things. I sat in the back of the room. It's high school. Greenwood High School. Shout out. Yeah, there you go. Greenwood um, High School. Hate Carolina. all my peeps. Um, Hey I sat in the peeps. back of the classroom, hey and I either wear peeps. Civil War history or Agatha Christie novels. But now she will take you down 50 roads. You can never figure that woman it's, out. It's the, it's the red herrings. So it's a good movie. I watched the previous yeah, one. really good. What was the one that was on the Orient Express? Yes. Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, that was really yeah. fun. I think the better. Yeah, I know. It's like the most ridiculous. Better. Is it a... Better. It's not... It's a Belgian? Is that where he's from? Uh... No, I think he's from France. Oh, it he? is. I think he's. From I thought he's from Belgium. He could be. He could be. Belgium's not a real place. I'm just. Sheesh, I was people. letting that go. I, I know. I'm Monday just. Morning. Yeah. That was when I'll send you the article that I took that from. Is this <laughs> joke? <laughs> I'll tell you later. Anyway, so okay, so that's our homework. We got to we got to watch Death on the Nile. I'll make sure. So yeah. what, did the mosquitoes do it? Was it the West Nile uh, virus? So good, really, just not funny. good. Okay. You know, Perot just, he goes down, he accuses this one. And then he was like, I did not kill him. No, you did not. <laughs> you know, no, you did not. And then he, but he eventually gets to the one. I will now expose the killer. The mustache and the accent is like so, it's so over the top. You will learn where the mustache comes from. Really? Yes. In Death on the Nile, you will learn where he gets well, the mustache. Well, it comes from his hair follicles. Well... Oh Lord, help! <laughs> <laughs> it's in. It's 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 over. We've, we've hit peak, peak dad joke. It happened today. Oh, gosh. sorry about that. Um, 
What else should we tell? So, so we need to make sure that we tune in to the, um, the Mondays with Matt because we're going to see all the different places that you Yeah, if for about 12 that. weeks we're doing that um, just to kind of share along the way. That'll be good. Places uh, that most people, I, you know, I think I, I did one at Pergamum. You're never, people never are going to go see Pergamum. There's nothing there today, honestly, as far as a modern city goes. But uh, the ruins there are incredible. Okay. In fact, if any of you have ever been to the Berlin Museum, the museum in Berlin, yeah. they have the entire temple and altar of Zeus. The greatest altar in the ancient world was the altar of Zeus. It was like six stories high. Six stories we're talking about. And they moved it to the Berlin they Museum? Took the, the Germans went in there in the late 1800s. They took it apart piece by piece by piece, got it down that mountain because it was built up on top of the mountain, and uh, put it on uh, trains, sent it to the coast, put it on a ship, sailed it up to Germany, and then put it on trains and took it to the Berlin Museum. The people in Turkey want it back, by the way. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, but it is a fabulous, fabulous. Uh, I'm sorry I didn't see that when I went through They Berlin. say the freeze on the, I've not been to Berlin. I plan to go, and okay. I plan to go see this. But they say that the freeze, you know, these are figures that are carved in the stone that are coming out of the stone. Yeah. They say they're the best in the ancient world. Now, some it. of the most spectacular ones I've ever seen have been from the Parthenon. And you can see one or two still up on the Parthenon. They're pretty, you can see Apollo's horses, you know, the heads coming out of the stone. Yeah. Golly, and it's, it's mounted up high, right? Oh, my stars, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's incredible it's, how it's they It's unbelievable that. how they did that stuff. It, it really does, uh, it really kind of boggles It, it kind of, uh, yeah, it does. It just boggles the mind. I felt the same way when we went through, because I went, it went through the big, um, oh, now I can't even remember what it's called, but the big palace in Beijing. Yeah. Where And the, the, the moat is so deep, but it's also, like, perfectly square. And it's so wide, and you're like, how, like, yeah. how in the world did they do all this and build all this before any of the, in industry that we have yeah. today. Is How deep did they make That's interesting that they made it really deep. Yeah, I think it's pretty deep. I, I can't remember exactly. The memory is so is so hazy. When I was living in China, that's not where I lived. I was like, just went through there and saw it one time as a tourist. But all the, all the I mean, there's places all, all over the, the world. The Forgotten City. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, the Forbidden did you get, City. Did you forbidden get in the Forbidden City? Did I don't you get think in I there? ever went there, no. Um, that was, you know, I, when I was over there, it was mostly just, I didn't really do too much tourism stuff. I was mainly just doing the, the, the mission stuff the whole time. But I regret that. I, I should have gone and seen more. I could have. I had the freedom to, but I mainly just hung around. It's funny, though, because the town where I was in, um, they had this, they had this one area, this district that they called Gold Street. And, uh, and you would walk in, and immediately... It was like all the buildings were old style, just huh. like it had been hundreds of years ago. It was like going to Colonial Williamsburg, yeah, yeah. where the whole thing is just rebuilt and there's people in costume and that sort of thing. And then you look to the left, and then there's a Starbucks over there. It was really funny. It was kind of a weird, weird. You know, conference. China's fascinating place. Uh, you killed me with that. What, what, what were you saying yesterday? You talked about going to Israel and how, like, there was, like, an Alabama T-shirt you could buy just like when Jesus walked yeah, the streets 2,000 years. Yeah, just like years. when Jesus was there. Alabama store. 
I understand several of the disciples went in there. There's the st- and there's the star. That's the Starbucks where Jesus got his latte every day. I love that. Can you the- imagine? <laughs> Do you love, do I love it when the Babylon Bee, they're like, archaeologists uncover Jesus' private jet. <laughs> Those <laughs> guys are crazy. I'm just sitting here thinking Jesus sticking his head in Starbucks looking at the disciples saying, guys, hey, yeah. we've got stuff <laughs> we've got to, to do. <laughs> Ministry. Come on, you know. We're headed up to Galilee today. We got uh, stuff to do. All right. Well, before we get in the message, you got to talk about your new Bible because you didn't go through the oh, whole thing. Yeah. And, and in the second service, you gave them like the director's cut of your you're talking about your new Bible. Yeah, you know, um, my this is and I hate it because it, they will split right right in here. It just split, and the whole back just comes off of it. And then what happens is I, you, I fear because it's happened before. I start losing pages out of it. So I, I bought three Bibles and back you sw- last you year. you switched to the TNIV? Is that right? <laughs> no. Um, NASB, 1995. Yeah, NA, yeah, the 95. Now, everybody's going, well, why not the 20? What is it, 21? It's just what you're used to. It's just That's a lot of it. That's a lot of it. That's what I'm used to. And I texted you that link, though, because they did I, I make did. a lot of language, a lot, a lot oh, of language change. I didn't realize how much they changed in Tons 2020. Tons of it. You know, and you... I, well, I, I, you know, the people that do these things, are they're very well-educated and they're great, but I, I don't always, you know, change for the sake of change is just not. I hear you. I've got the 20. I See, I, I came up. I know you got still, the 20-something edition? Yeah, this is the 2020 well, one. I bought, I bought one because you taught. I know. I know you're still praying for me. I'm usually more <laughs> of an ESV guy. Uh, but I ESV's like. ESV's a great translation. I like, I like following along with what you're doing, so I guess I'll have to look into getting a, um, a, a 95 translation, especially since you're planning on you and me doing ministry together for another 35 years. Yeah. yeah, you mentioned that yesterday. Well, that's a little frightening, isn't it? <laughs> y'all have to, I'll be like the Apostle John. I'll just, y'all bring me in on a stretcher and I just prop up on an arm. And that's what they say that John did at Ephesus before he died, you know, oh, in his really? last days. Yeah, they, were just they say that in? they brought him in on a stretcher and he propped up on his arms and would constantly call them little children, little children, little Wow. So when I resort to everybody being little children, you will officially know that I'm on the way out the door. It is amazing, like, the, the longevity that the Lord gave him. Because he it went really through so is. much person. They even boiled him alive at one point, yeah. all this stuff, and yet they, there he was. Well, the legend is they boiled him in oil, but it didn't kill him. You know, who knows? I, I, I do know this, and it's kind of fascinating because I am, I've, I've started a project. I'm not going to talk about it. Oh, okay. Because Since I'm done with my Ph.D. work, I've started a project that Uh-oh. I need to... Uh, I need to do something out of what I've done. So I'm working and I'm doing some research right now and I'm looking back, I'm going back looking at the history of preaching. Ah. You get to the golden age of Greece and you've got Chrysostom, Aristotle, you know, comes out with it, you know, the the, golden age of Greece. Sorry. Yeah. The rhetoric, logos, pathos, ethos. However, the eighth century prophets were doing that before Aristotle ever got a hold of that. Very true. Very true. So I'm, I'm looking at some of the history of preaching, and uh, here's an interesting thing that I came across when I was in Greece, okay. is I was just studying various things. You talk about the early church fathers, um, 
those guys, when you say an early church father, you're talking about somebody like Polycarp or yes. Irenaeus, who was discipled by a disciple. Right, right. And then you get into the patristic fathers who come a little right, after and the that. Right, desert fathers and all this. But yeah. we never stopped to think there were people that wrote and preached who had been discipled by John. It's fascinating. Yeah, it really is to me. Uh, it's, it's amazing to stop and think about. We don't think of the connection that is there. Well, and, and you get into, there's some different churches that take this too far. You, you know, like there's the, the, the whole idea of like the, you know, Christian orthodoxy is this, yeah. you know, the, you, there has to be this apostolic succession. The Catholics yeah, believe yeah. this as well. You know, the Peter's the first bishop of Rome that has to be passed. Well, there out. were those of the Anabaptists who claimed they could go back to John the Baptist. You know, <laughs> You've mentioned uh, and there have been Baptists that have, um, what is it called? Trail of, trail of blood. Oh man. Talking um, about persecution or something. It, it goes back. It tries to trace Baptists back to, you know, well, we all want that, right? You know, yeah. we'd all love, it's the same thing. It's a, the, and you even look at like these genealogy websites, you know, the 23 and me or right. ancestry.com. You know, because people want to say, well, how, you know, where did my family come from? And I think we want that in the family of God as well. Yeah. How can you trace this back? And I don't Some know. Some of it gets a little far-fetched, but it's uh, just, it's other more... parts of it pretty interesting. It's interesting to me that there were people that the disciples did disciple who were the early church fathers. Well, I think it's, I mean, in a sense, it's good that we don't know exactly who those people well you said who those people were you see paul in first corinthians talking about how there was already a problem yeah because the people are like well i was baptized by paul so i'm better than you i was baptized by apollos and better than you and paul's like whoa 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 that's not the yeah and then he comes in and he says i'm glad i didn't baptize any of you (laughs) oh except for there was that family over there that i baptized but as far as i remember remember. nobody else he doesn't even remember i love i love that I love that part. But yeah, that's the point. The point is the baptism itself. The point is faith in, in Christ. It's not. And, the, and that's the point. Because Literally, I had a guy one day, and I think this was at Dr. Criswell's funeral, oh, who yeah, I was this. back around there. And he looked at me, and, you know, and I was talking to him, and I asked him about his relationship with God. He said, well, I'm going to heaven because Dr. Criswell baptized me. <laughs> I and I just thought to myself, man, you will bust hell wide open thinking <laughs> You were headed to heaven. That is scary stuff, man. <clears throat> yeah. Well, and shame on us if we don't make that clear, you know? Yes, you're right. Um, shame on us. Shame on pastors that we don't make that clear. Well, yeah. people people know that it's the baptism the imp- is the important part. Otherwise, we wouldn't have riffraff like Rick Burgess baptizing people on Sunday morning. <laughs> so it's a good thing. It's a good thing we've made that There's clear. There's a son right there. <laughs> Say, what is riffraff? <laughs> Look that one up a on raft Urban, of rift. Urban, Urban Dictionary. Yeah. No, Rick does a great job, and it's actually amazing what's going on in, in that life group, just yeah. with the, the yeah. conversions yeah. of people. Well, it is what God is doing in this place. Um, I already thought you would have hit me up on something I said yesterday, which I am not going to bring up oh, because it, obviously you're not thinking about it, and that'll give me a bye. Well, some you the one thing that you couched the most, you said people are probably going to disagree with this, okay, where Jesus well. said, uh, where you said Jesus' yeah. main point in coming was not to save you, yeah. it was to give glory to the Father. Is this what you were yeah, talking about? Yeah. Which I, I completely agree with you, and I actually, and I thought about this because I kind of, I was 
trying to keep a close watch over myself in, in, uh, in prayer. And I think I even said something in the corporate prayer where I was, that I didn't totally like because, um, like, I don't like, there's this one worship song that was like 20, 20 years ago. Do you remember this song, Above All? Yeah. You know, you, and it's, it's talking about Jesus. You took the fall and thought of me above all. And I'm like, that's not, that's not exactly right. You today. know, we understand what we're saying. Right, right, right. And what we're singing. But sometimes it's really sketchy theology. Right. So and, take us through and, that. Well, yeah. the thing is this, and I've thought a lot about this lately. We, we've come to the place to where this place, this church, has got to be about all of me. Right. It's got to be about me right. and about me, me expressing myself and me, you know, getting to showcase my gifts and about. Listen. This place is not about you. It's Amen. not about me. We got to remember. It's that. about Christ. And I'm gonna I'm gonna flip over if you'll let me do this to Hebrews Ooh, chapter Hebrews, ten. Yeah. Because I wanna I, let me just read to you one of the great conversations in all of Scripture that comes from the Old Testament. Comes out of uh, you know the Old Testament, not the New Testament where there's a conversation that is clearly between God the Father and God the Son. Oh, yeah. In uh, Hebrews chapter 10, therefore, when he comes into the world, he says. Starting in the, verse 5. Yeah. Who is this that's coming into the world? Well, it's clear that it's the Messiah. Mm -hmm. Sacrifice and offering you have not desired, but a body you have prepared for me, and whole burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin. You've taken no pleasure. That's not what he wanted. Then I said, behold, I have come in the scroll of the book. That's the Old Testament. It is written of me to do your will, O God. What did Jesus come to do? The will of the Father. The will of the Father. Now, it's what I said yesterday. What was it that Jesus came to do? To bring glory to the Father. Yes. How did that happen? By following what God had ordained, and that was that he would go to the cross and die for us. So a lot of times, and I'm sure through this Easter season, I will, I will say Christ came to die for us. Well, he did. Unquestionably. But that was not the primary goal of Christ. It was to come and do the will of the Father. Why? Because that brought glory to the Father. We have this idea, and it's really deep-seated because we do live in such a me-focused culture. Boy, we do. And I'm, and I'm just going to so, sort of restate what you already said, that when we come to worship, it's just so we can be filled up and have a good time and enjoy the music and enjoy yeah. the preaching and that sort of thing. And if, you, if it is filling and, it, it, and if it is an enjoyable experience, praise the Lord. Yeah. That's a good thing. But yeah. it's not, that's not what it's about. It is about the glory of the Lord. We have this idea that... When we get to heaven, it's just going to be great that we're going to walk the streets of gold. And it's going to be great because we're going to see the loved ones that have passed before us. And we see the saints of old. And all those things are going to be great. But the best thing is yeah. we get to be face-to-face -face yeah. with yeah. the Lord. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, best right. thing is that we get to perfectly glorify the Lord. And that's, that. I mean, like, it's just God is bigger than all of our desires. I go back to that old, and most people don't know who Bertha Smith was, great godly uh, missionary that was from my dad's generation mm -hmm. um, who one evening some guy came up and he said oh Miss Bertha I can't wait to get to heaven I, when I get to heaven I'm going to look for you there she said well you'll have to be looking for me she said because all I'm going to be looking at is Jesus you know amen <laughs> y'all just sit there that's, no, that's, that's, that's real talk yep. I, you know I, I, 
that's that's how I feel more and more. You know, like I. It does us really. In this day and time, it does us good to remind ourselves this is not about me. This is about God and his glory. Well, and Jesus in John 17 and elsewhere gives us a perfect example of this. He says, it's not, it's not about me. It's about the will of my father. It's not, but, you know, in many ways, it, it still is about him, but that's the humility of Christ. That's what he's showing yep. to us. So, yeah, so there it is. We talked about it. You said Jesus, his primary directive was to give glory to the father. It wasn't to die for you. I feel like we got we explained that pretty well. Did you want to see any, say anything else about? No, that? I'm just you know just preparing for next Sunday. Uh, verse 22 is where I think that's where I'm going to pick up. I think this is early Monday morning, folks. Uh, I think that's where I'm going to go. Maybe verse 20. I don't ask on behalf of these alone, but those who believe yeah. in me through their word. There you go. There there you get to the early church fathers mm -hmm. uh, because they are now discipling people that they may be one even as uh, you, Father, are in me, I am in you, that they may be one in us. Here's an interesting thought of this whole prayer that Jesus prayed, everything that he prayed here. The one thing we have yet to attain is what he has talked about, what he has prayed for, that they may be one, that there be this unity yeah. among God's people. And, boy, do we not struggle with that. I mean, we, we definitely struggle with we it. We struggle with there's it. There's all these denominational lines. and There's just so much that just keeps driving us apart. If you, you know, you look at anything, look at the race issue, if you want yeah, to look at that. Look at the Look at the political divide. Yes. Look at a, a number of things. All you can say is that the heart of division is Satan himself. Yes, Yes. He's, now, there are some things I, I heard very clearly from his own voice on tape Friday night. I was, we were up at Memphis. We were at MidAmerica. And they had a clip of Dr. Rogers who said, it is better to be, um, oh, what was it that he said? Uh, divided by something rather than united in error. And he's exactly right about that. I wish I could remember his quote. Some, somebody up. up there I know out there knows it. It's better to be united in, um, I, don't, I can't remember, Re and I don't want to put words in his mouth, rather than um, united in error. United in error. He's right. You know, I cannot, I cannot in good conscience uh, be in fellowship with somebody who denies the resurrection of Christ. Of course. Um, you know, they may not understand everything about the virgin birth, but I think it's absolutely necessary. That's not necessary for you to be saved. You don't have to understand the doctrine of the virgin birth in order to be saved, but in order to move toward a common mission goal, however, we've, we've missed it. We still are so divided, and, and the things that generally divide us are not, it's, that's an obvious, well, I don't believe in the resurrection of Christ. Okay, okay well, then I don't, I don't know that you're saved. Right. But it's the other things. Well, I like this author. I like that speaker. I like this. Yeah. You know, it's kind of what they're doing in 1 Corinthians. It really is. And I follow this continues. person. It, the better thing to do is put all of those people aside and do this. Get, get in this right here. Let this become your guide. Well, I'm just—you kind of just said this in passing, but just to end on a note of gratitude, I'm—I'm I'm very grateful 
that we don't have to perfectly understand all the promises of God in order to receive them. Yes. There are some basic things like Christ died, Christ was raised, I put my faith there, I call upon the name of the Lord, I know that I'm saved. But like what, what it, the fullness of, and you closed with this yesterday, the fullness of what it means to share the inheritance of Christ. I, I don't fully understand that, Pastor. I don't know that anybody does. It would blow our little brains is what it would do. I was talking with my wife about that the other night um, in Ephesians chapter 1, and Paul says it multiple times, like, in Christ you've been blessed with all the spiritual blessings. Yeah. In Christ, you're, you're seated with Christ in heavenly places. And my wife's like, what well, does he, that mean? And I'm he like, just says right here, he said, the glory that you've given me, I've given to them. And you're now, like, what... <laughs> I want to know what that is. I'm anxious for that, way. you know, but that begins to just, wow. Jesus said that the glory the Father gave him, he has now given to us. That We don't operate. It's like they say you don't use, that the human doesn't use what? 2%, 3%, 4%, 10% of I, their brain? I'd be lucky if I'm using We that don't much. even understand what it is that Christ has done for us. We really have not even scratched the surface of it. No, we haven't. Well, maybe we should get to work on that. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll do it. Yeah, now we're just going to spend... We'll be here next we'll, week and tell you we'll what tell, Yeah, we'll tell Jeff uh, that we need to work on that. That's why we can't come to the next meeting. So, you oh. think? <laughs> Back to staff meeting. Happy, happy, four joy, weeks joy. Later. Where, you, 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 going to, you want to go to Israel for another four weeks? Then you wouldn't have to come Not to right now. I don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. I just would like to be home. I'd We're like to be here. Back. I'm glad to be back, too. Hey, did you get a good <clears throat> response on the, um, the people praying? Are, are yes, they, I, I've had a number, but I've not gotten the count from out of okay. the box yesterday. People, you know, I hope they filled out notes. If not, I'll run it this coming Sunday and say, hey. Here we go. But I've had a number of people drop me in. I think that's going to be really positive. Praying again yeah, for yeah, revival. Yeah, for 50 days, 120, at least 120 of us. That'll be good. You ready to close Kim, up shop? Close it. Kick All it. All right. Kick it. Kick, kick it. it.